Loretto, the 2020 Wellness Summit virtual experience was a hit with the hundreds of attendees that joined us online from all over the country. Oh, it was MP. Linda said, my first summit. Thanks so much and loving the outfits. Bronwyn Lacer said, epic. Cheryl Rennie said, thank you for a fabulous summit. It was my first one, but already I can't wait for the next one. And Vivian Derwent said, brilliant as always and all from the comfort of my own lounge room. So the question I keep getting asked, MP, is what happens in 2021? Well, Bretto, the answer is no one really knows. But we do know that there will be a wellness summit, if not in person, then another edutaining virtual experience. Yeah, that's right, MP. And we've released a small allocation of just 100 tickets to the 2021 Wellness Summit. And you can join us for only $97. And the best news is your ticket is fully flexible. So join us in person if you can make it, or join us for a virtual experience if you can't or if we're not allowed to. Whatever the case, the 2021 Wellness Summit promises to be bigger and better than ever. Yeah, MP, and after Queen in 2019 and Gloria Gaynor, Hugo Weaving and Guy Pearce in 2020, everyone wants to know who will be the closing act in 2021. Well, Bretto, you have to do what everyone else does, register to find out. Oh, I'm in. 100 tickets, folks, only $97. Get your tickets now at thewellnesssummit.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill, and I'm well aware of the irony of me sounding like a pack a day smoker due to yelling at the football last night whilst I'm talking about smoking cessation. Regardless, this week in wellness, a new review has found that e-cigarettes triple the chances of a non-smoker taking up regular cigarettes. Researchers from the Australian National University's National Centre for Epidemiology and Population Health looked at 25 studies on e-cigarette use and smoking and found that every single one of them showed that e-smokers were more likely to become smokers, especially the youth. Lead research professor Emily Banks said that in some places, smoking is common, and in Australia, it is much more uncommon. And now we are at the point where 97% of teenagers have never smoked. We don't want to jeopardise that incredibly strong position in Australia by introducing something that might increase the probability that they might smoke and pick up a very deadly habit. Despite world-leading tobacco control and declines in smoking rates, there are still 2.3 million smokers in Australia. And smoking remains Australia's leading cause of preventable disease and death. Banks also said there was limited evidence that e-cigarettes helped people give up smoking and that ex-smokers using e-cigarettes were more than twice as likely to relapse. Most people who give up smoking successfully, she said, don't use any products like patches or medication to do it. They do it by themselves, by going cold turkey. As always, the links are in the show notes. My opinion on this is that it's fantastic that we've reduced the smoking rate to the degree that we have. And it's important to remember that more needs to be done. We've still got 2.3 million smokers in Australia. We still have young people taking up smoking in spite of everything we know about it, in spite of all the dangers. In the early days of smoking, it was really alternative health practitioners that were such a loud voice condemning smoking and talking about the dangers and the impact on people's health. And thank God they did because outside influencers, industry influencers were really influencing the message. They were influencing the research, they were influencing the politics around smoking and it took a long time for that to change and it took a long time for the dangers of smoking to be recognised. We need to be really careful that the same kind of influence that prolonged the condemnation of smoking 
doesn't do the same for e-cigarettes. This is a gateway to smoking, and so there will be vested interest in people wanting to prolong that gateway and prolong the ability to attract potential smoking customers later on in life as well. So it's a great reminder that when it comes to health, better isn't always best. You know, just because we can do a study comparing two things and show that one is slightly better than the other doesn't mean that we can't do even better again. If we look at rather than which one causes slightly less disease, which one actually promotes health and is important for our wellness. And I think that's an important message to remember when we look at so many other things in health and wellness, whether that's diet or exercise or mindset, better isn't always best. So if you want to quit, decide to quit, and go cold turkey. It's the decision to quit and your connection to your reason why you want to quit that has the biggest impact. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This podcast is brought to you by Exercising Resilience. Would you like to be personally mentored by me to help you transform your feelings of fear, anxiousness and hopelessness into feelings of strength and resilience? Would you like to feel more resilient physically, mentally and financially? I've created a group mentoring program called Exercising Resilience and right now you can sign up for a free 30-day trial. That's 30 days of free daily access to me in a private group, two free group mentoring calls, a 21-day resilience challenge and access to a highly motivated tribe of people to support you along your way. Just head to exercisingresilience.com or click on the link in the show notes to get your free, no obligation month of resilience mentoring. That's exercisingresilience.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.